The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to create a life that's intentional and dynamic? Welcome to The Intentional Spirit with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome all of you intentional spirits and uh, well, let's just take a moment and honor you. You are the reason that this show exists and your excitement and enthusiasm about always holding the high watch of life by living and living vibrantly and dynamically is the reason that I enjoy and have been on this show for, I think we're going on 11 years now. That being said, you are the reason that makes it so exciting and having tremendous guests. So today we're talking with Corinne Grillo, and she is talking about her life experiences with angels, and she has a 21-day magical adventure for you. So Corinne, welcome to our show. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. And I love that we live at a time that uh, children, adults, people from all ethnic groups and uh, religiosity that allows us to talk about angels, (laughs) that allows those people to talk about angels. I'm glad we're talking about angels, period. Um, There's so much more to the world than than what we see and what we know. So uh, kudos to you for uh, representing the angel movement and uh, much honored to you yeah well it's been an interesting ride uh for sure it's not anything that i uh, you know could have predicted um but it's been really a wonderful wonderful experience and you can hear that in your voice well tell us about the about the ride did you have a download when you were little or have a dream or encounter an angel or uh, the ride. Uh, I, I think the ride is important because it it uh, deepens other people that are having a, a similar ride um, that they go, wow, you know, maybe I could open up more or have my heart open more or be willing to talk more. Exactly. So tell us your exactly. story. Yeah, well, uh, I would say the first few decades were extremely rough. And I suffered uh, because of a lot of childhood uh, things that happened in childhood and early adulthood. I was really struggling with depression and um, really the will to live. And uh, so, yeah, no, I was not talking to angels back then officially. Um, And I'll tell you, when they came into my life, it happened very abruptly with really no, um, there was no hint that that was about to happen. Uh, So, <clears throat> so during, especially during what it, it was, 
the big event happened during a really particularly bad period. We were in the process of losing our home. Uh, I was working in a really intense job as a psychotherapist where I was going um, to rescue kids off the street and try and help help keep these families together and things like that. Um, and there was just a lot of lot of stress. And I was not back then particularly good at taking care of myself. So how I used to take care of myself was um, essentially drinking about a fifth of tequila every couple of days. Um, and I was taking different kinds of medications, antidepressants, like all of all of this stuff, just to kind of keep the engine rolling. Not in the best way, but that's kind of the intensive. That's what it took to keep me keep me functioning back then. And uh, so a friend of mine bought me an angel healing for my birthday, which I did not know what that was. And uh, and I said, okay, well, this sounds like fun. I thought I'm just going to go talk to a psychic or something, right? But uh, what ended up happening in that hour-long session uh, was, was mind-blowing. She knew things about my life that she shouldn't have known, and I, could, I actually could start feeling energy moving in my body when she was doing the healing work around it. And so I was really impressed because I felt pretty amazing after this session, and, and considering the life that I was leading at the time, it was really a huge difference between how I went into that session and how I felt after that session. So um, when I was leaving, she said, hey, talk to the angels as if they're real. And I said, hey, no problem. I mean, I've just experienced some stuff. Maybe there is something to this, and I'll give it a shot. So I started inviting the angels into my life, started talking to them, you know, driving, just like, and she said, just talk to them as if they're right there, right now, just, you know, just do your thing. And so um, so as I did this, all, all, all kinds of amazing angel synchronicities started happening, you know, it's like i talking to the angels, okay, angels, show me a reel, and then a, a laundry truck with angel wings just drives right by. <laughs> um, and so a lot of things like that started happening over the course of those few days. Uh, and um, and that was really impressive. And I, I was starting to actually believe that some of this stuff was legit and real because uh, I was feeling better each day that went by, and I was having a lot more fun. Uh, but really the moment where I knew something radical was uh, was happening was when I was driving through one of the ghettos of, in Los Angeles to go to a client's house. And uh, a bird dropped directly down from the sky and landed right in front of my car. And it was... It was a really weird feeling. It was not, you know, I was, I was, you know, in, in celebration the last couple of days talking to angels. I felt so much better. And then all of a sudden, here's this bird dropping down to this street. And I didn't really understand what was happening. So I drove around the bird slowly. And I saw that it was a bird about pigeon size with a broken wing. And it was trying to kind of struggle with its good wing to, to get up. But it couldn't get up. And... I didn't know what to do because I'm not a bird expert and I'm sitting in the ghetto. Not, I'm not about to get out of the car by myself. So I used my new trick, which was talking to angels and asking angels to come and help. And so that's essentially what I did. I prayed for the bird. I continued to drive around slowly, continuing to pray for the bird and to take it out of its suffering and all of that stuff. And as I look in the rearview mirror, I saw a tiny bird jump up from the body of the bigger bird and fly away. Then a second bird 
that about the same size jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And then a third bird, um, a little bit smaller than the other two, uh, jumped up from the bird from that bird and flew away. And what was left on the ground was nothing. Nothing. I love so, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That at the moment must have been like your your best day ever. Oh wow. That is so well, was, powerful. Yeah, I mean, it was something. I didn't know what to uh, make of it. So, of course, it's like, okay, did I just really see that with my own eyes? So I got out of the car. I didn't care if I was in the ghetto. I got out of the gosh darn car to go and check it out, and there was no body left on the ground. And the energy, um, the feeling, the presence that was there was really palpable. And it was just this feeling of love, like a deep, powerful love and comfort and warmth. And and that's when I knew I just witnessed a, an actual miracle, and that's what changed me. Wow. So on, a, on another level, would it be safe to say that you um, were carrying a broken wing yourself? Yeah, well, here's what's interesting when you say that, is that in the healing session, and I don't write about this in the book, but in the healing session, um, she touched my shoulder because I had a bad shoulder for about 10 years. And she said, hey, you know, you're carrying a lot of anger in your shoulder. Do you have a, a bad shoulder here? And I said, yes. Mm -hmm. And she touches it. And she's like, that's where your wings were clipped. And that you came down and, you know, you're carrying a lot of anger about having to be here based on where you just were. So, you know, at the time, I don't have, I didn't have any beliefs about angels or anything like that. So I just took it with a grain of salt. Okay, lady, whatever you say, just keep doing sure, yeah. because I, <laughs> I feel amazing. And so how crazy was that? So I didn't even put those two things together until quite a while after the fact that this bird had a mangled wing. And um, and the the woman told me that they were showing her that that's where my wing was clipped. So I you know so how about that? I love it. I love it. And and I uh, we you know we so believe in those things. Those of us that see multidimensionally is there's always the external things we see, we experience, and and all of that. And somehow there's a a beautiful, wonderful tie-in you know to us as well. So we have that. Uh, that aspect of, of that. It's very interesting in the shamanic work I've, and several of the demonstrations or experiences or imagery that I've seen, there's, you know, uh, wings. And I have uh, at times referred to myself years ago, and I'm glad we, we met at the right time, Corinne. Um, not that I need to make your story about me today, but I'm glad we didn't meet when we were both dipping into alcohol. <laughs> Because yeah. we would be having a different conversation right now, but, you know, <laughs> some similarity there of not wanting to be here, you know, it took me 48 hours to be born. That would be the first clue, you know, not wanting to be here. Right. I was like, what is this place? You know, this is not really exactly. fun. I must be adopted. I don't belong here. But um, along the way, I, it, my identification would be, oh, ye, oh, you great eagle who uh, is carrying a broken wing. So, um I just want to put my heart out there to you about that, that I understand that. And, um, wow, very powerful. Um, yeah, I'm talking with, uh, Corinne Grillo today, who is her new book is the angel experiment, a 21 day magical adventure to heal your life. And if you're not talking with angels or you're not aware of them, 
they are all around and assisting you with every delay in your life, with issues with traffic, with the battery not starting on your car, with um, an upset in a relationship. <laughs> they will do just about anything to get through to you and to say, hey, wake up, pay attention. Uh, you're, you need to either adjust your course or get on a new one. And you can go to corangrillo.com. So I'm just thrilled that you're here and I love your energy. You have such a, a vibrant um, energy field. It's really welcoming, that's for sure. Oh, thank you. You as well. <laughs> oh, thank you for noticing. Yes. And, um, it, you know, it's like uh, that's uh, one of the ways that I attribute uh, unity uh, and being a lifesaver for me at 19 is that and, and I lived long enough to realize that wasn't true for all unities. You know, uh, some unities still out in the world are very traditional and, you know, and very indifferent or whatever. But I am so grateful that the little unity I went to, uh, they believed in angels. Uh, they brought in different psychics. They did um, all these healings. And I went, God, this is because I was of that. You know, I was up that. Yeah. And back then we couldn't go to Meetup or we couldn't tune into Unity Online Radio and listen to Corinne Grillo. We were at the mercy of our own understanding or what we could find to make us feel, you know, some sense Absolutely. of being normal, uh, even though now we know that's a stage on a washing machine. You know, but we long to hear somebody talking about about these things. Well, um, yes. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, for me, I, I was did not have a religion or um, anything like that growing up. So when, the, yeah, when the angels entered my life, it was, like I said, it was just like, you couldn't see it coming. It just, it just happened. And then I had to kind of pick up the pieces and go, now, what the heck was that? What just happened? Um, and so, yeah, I found, you know, because slowly what, what happened, they're actually quite quickly you know, with that first miracle is that all kinds of massive healing started happening also in my own life. And so my heart, my mind, my body went through a whole transformation and really how I live my life. Um, and so they kind of step by step, I was guided into the life that I have today. Now being able to talk about angels in an international uh, playground is really beyond belief and is truly a miracle itself. Um, but yeah, I think I'm so passionate about angels because in a way I feel like they do transcend any one religion and people all over the world have some kind of connection with them. And, and most religions, even our indigenous religions agree that there are these benevolent, wonderful beings that are here to support us in one way or, the, or another. And that some of our major religions were founded by angel encounters. So it's, uh, I, I just love that it strips away some of the dogma of where people, I feel like, kind of start splitting hairs and get lost, and it kind of reunifies the world, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, absolutely. And um, because this is your, uh, your level of expertise, one would say, or your path that, you know, has uh, so much of your focus, uh, does traditional extreme uh, religiosity accept angels? I know they sing Christmas songs like angels they have heard on high. Does that mean they listen to angels and they believe in them? Or do they think they are of a lower dimension? Or maybe they could rewrite the song. I don't know. But um, are, are they accepting of angels? 
Uh, well, here's the thing. It depends on who you talk to, but, you know, secretly they are singing about angels, and they put angels on top of their Christmas trees. And they're, they're working no, with it's very interesting, together. isn't it? Yeah, yeah called I'll, congruency, I'll I guess. Um, there's, there's, the difference is there's, there's uh, and, you know, I've learned this along the way because, um, because of, you know, when you're working with thousands of people, whatever, you come across a lot of different kinds of people. And so I would say the, the more fundamentalist types that have really, in a sense, drinking fully the Kool-Aid may be cautious and, and have a problem with anything that's not Jesus. Anything that makes you an empowered person, I think they like to stay away from it so they can. You know. <laughs> well, I was trying to be. Well, that's a radio be. show we could have one day, and I'm willing to have it with you for sure. Um, it's just, oh, yeah, the dynamics are very interesting. Like I said. It's very yeah. interesting. And I have never, I have never, I mean, I have, I, I am from Los Angeles, okay? I'm from the city. I, I've lived a rough life and went through a lot. And I've been called a lot of things. But let me tell you, the, the born-again contingent is some of the – I've never received more foul comments than those people. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I know. I, I know. Are you kidding me? On my voicemail, on my phone, which I have no idea how this woman even got my cell phone. But uh, it says, you know, and uh, have an amazing day or welcome to this amazing journey we call life. And she said, this was just a few days ago. And um, there is no such thing as an amazing life, she said. Um, and how could you possibly say that life is amazing and you are a fraud and I can't wait till you go to jail uh, because, uh, you know, God needs to heal you from your sins. <laughs> right, right. There you, you go. You know, yeah. what the heck? But it comes from that. And it's, um, it's, fascinating. it's extremely it's sad for individuals and for organizations that want people to follow them if that's how they uh, communicate. Uh, well, with others, because yeah. you 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 want to run as fast and hard as you can, and you go if you're the product, you know, no, thank you, I'm not drinking that Kool Aid, as you said, which is a good a good term to to use. Uh, you'll enjoy this uh, beautiful story. Um, about ten years ago, um, there was a, a woman that came here uh, that did um, uh, mandalas. And made these mandalas of um, different energies and things that she would see. And she made a little necklace um, and a piece of jewelry of her mandala. And she said, you know, when you go to Peru, uh, you'll just be guided and I'd like you to leave it there. So I was up on Machu Picchu. Have you been there, Corinne? Yes. Like I just took a group okay. out there. Okay. Uh, so you, when you so when you did your walk there at Machu Picchu, going up the mountain, did you see the portal of the angels? Because their their belief is at that portal is where the angels enter Earth. So oh it was my good. Gosh, they didn't tell me. No, they didn't tell angel expert. Hey, you need to stick <laughs> with me, girl. I'll keep you right there. So anyway, <laughs> right, let's go back. Yeah, let's go so back. it's the the portal of the angels, and so. Um, it, it has like an echo effect and people are kind of standing around and there's like this different vibration. And of course, if you tell people from all over the world, this is where the angels enter the, the, the earth. This is the, how they enter in this portal. Of course, 
you're going to anticipate that everybody's hair goes off their head and because they're like awake, you know, now to a new possibility. But anyway, so it was just very powerful. And uh, so I, I went, this is the place. So I went and I dug a little hole and I left that piece of jewelry there. Well, when I come back and I then connect with her a couple of weeks later and I said, oh, I, I took care of that. I left it. And um, I said it was right there at the um, the angel for the, the portal for the angels. And she said, what day was it? And I'm thinking, that's odd. You know, <laughs> oh, boy. I said, oh, Here it was go. Thursday. She said, what time? I went, ah, it's about 2 p.m. our time. She went, let me tell you, at that same time, I sat down, I did a mandala, the angel's portal. What? At the same time. Mm-hmm. Same what? time. Same time. You can't make this stuff up. And that's what I, I love about angels is you sound like you're making it up, but you're not. Uh, like three birds coming exactly. out of a body. That's just, nothing could be further from the truth. So, I, yeah, I you know something. You, Don't you love it? I, I love it. And let me just say with that first uh, bird, with that first angel incident, it took me a while to actually say it out loud to people because I knew it would just sound like I'm just making it up. <laughs> like I'm just making it up. But uh, it also, because I'm a psychotherapist, most of my friends were, you know, traditional psychotherapists. And if you start talking about angels and that you saw a bird divide into three, they will have you hospitalized for on a 72 hour hold, you know. So, mm -hmm. but well, I'm just I, I see it, it that it, you're brave enough to tell the story, so you must be believable. It's it's like going up to someone and saying we were just talking about you, and then they say it was all good. I said, well, who would tell you if it wasn't? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But yeah, I mean, you know, we all have our little own arc. But yeah, the angels have been—they're so incredible, right? Just with that mandala story, which is so amazing. It is. Um, it's absolutely love, um, fascinating. Do, so, do you? Um, are you, because I, I, I'm genuinely interested, I have an angel that is always assisting me that uh, actually lived in this current time and died young and then started um, when I was just wow. in my <clears throat> 30s, uh, started communicating with me uh, all the time. And it, it goes on all the time and it has all those years. Uh, it's very real and it's very matter of fact often either a message through somebody else or through numbers or something, but it's undeniable. And anyone in my community that's ever been around me for lengths of years uh, knows that I talk about it. It's my modern day, my modern day friend in a different world. So um, do you, oh, when you so talk beautiful. about the angels and I know you walk people through with your blogs and your, your products and things like that, but do you have, do you tend to go with, uh, Archang Archangel Michael and uh, Gabrielle and some of the more known names or do you have personal ones or is it both and? Yeah, I think it's both and. When I'm okay. working um, on a bigger level, like if I am inviting a lot of people to come and participate in this thing, I work a lot with Archangels. Um, but on a personal level, I, I do both. 
so um, my first, the first time I realized what my angel's name, one of my angel's names is Stanley, of all things. Like you think you're, it's going to be some amazing, wonderful, angelic sounding thing. But, um, but yeah, I have, I have a few that will definitely get my attention. Um, and some of their signals are very, like, you know, w- with one of them, it's a signal that's very similar. It'll, like, I'll see random rainbows, um, uh, sometimes not even in the sky, but just, like, there'll be, like, apparitions of rainbow uh, mm-hmm. stuff. Or, like, in my shadow, sometimes I'll see a rainbow in my shadow for no good reason. And so that's that's one of them. And they're just there, just always just giving me comfort and, and warmth and support. But... Uh, but yeah, everybody's different, right? And, but we all we all have helpers. We all have an invisible. Thank posse heavens! And you know, thank heavens that we do, because we we sure can. Yeah. We sure will take it. Um, we need it. it. Well, yeah, and the you know, it's like when people say when people die, you know, it's it's like why do you say rest in peace? I mean, after all the knowledge you've gained in this human life, you're going somewhere to go to work. I mean, why would you rest in peace? I mean, what, what does that even mean? Um, I mean, there are so many people that have died within this current level of my lifetime and, and they're communicating and I hear them and they're very present. And so it's, it's interesting. And, and that's why your work is so important. And I get excited when I'm interviewing someone like you because we, in order to have different, we must be willing to do different and to put this kind of stuff out that, oh, this happens every day. Yeah, I'm at the restaurant and Stanley calls and I'm paying attention. So the other question I would have for you is, um, do you intuit, like a mother birthing a child, do you intuit a name? Um, Do you find it? Does it fall on a page? Um, do they, are there many different ways in which you name the angels that are there? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's happened in a few different ways. Sometimes it's just through synchronicities. Like when Stanley was coming around, I was just seeing Stanley everywhere. Like the name Stanley, like on billboards, okay. and Stanley's donuts. And, and so then it's like, okay, Stanley, is that you? And then uh, what? so what I teach people when I, because I teach on um, intuitive angel healing is that, uh, you you intuit the name because you're not always going to get the signs, you know, smacking you upside the head. So you can attune your awareness, ask for a name, and then you can test it by by feeling the energy of it. And you just say, hey, is it Stanley? And then you can feel a buzz in your body if it's strong. And if it's kind of weak, then you're close. But, you know, so try again. And so, but yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways to, to feel into a name, but to be honest, it's not that important to know the name. It just know that there's angels with you and talk to them. That's, that's it. Hmm. I love this. It inspires me. You know, that's the whole thing. I think that it's like we all have awarenesses on different levels. I'm talking with Corrine Grillo, her new book, The Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. And uh, I'm just so delighted that you're with us. Uh, Join me at templehaze.com or firstunity.org and find out more about the activities that we're offering. And I truly thank you for supporting Unity Online Radio. It truly is a gift to this world. And we'll be right back after this short break.
Hi, I'm Reverend Linda Martella Witset with Silent Unity, reminding you that we are here for you during the holidays to support you with affirmative prayer and inspiration. From all of us at Silent Unity, we wish you a beautiful and blessed holiday season. Welcome back to the Intentional Spirit with Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in, and and welcome to 2019 when we feel uh, very confident and good about the good word of sharing about angels and how they touch our hearts, they guide us, they uh, protect us in many ways, and they can be some of the greatest allies in in our lives. And we're talking to, I say, an angel specialist today, Corinne Grillo. And she is taking a stand and um, bringing into the awareness that this is this is like everyday conversation. You know, what did you eat your broccoli? Are you a vegetarian? Um, Do you need to recover from alcohol or whatever? And how many angels do you have? That's how I see it. (laughs) Thank you for being on our show today. (laughs) Thank you. It's been fun. Well, and, and it's supposed to be, isn't it? it? It's supposed to be. We we live can live in a world of being serious because if we're over serious, then we are not necessarily totally engaged with an open heart. And an open heart keeps us open. It keeps us into a place of self esteem and connection, and and therefore we are independent thinkers. And you know the list goes on and on. And that's why I do what I do, and I know that's why you do what you do, is to encourage people, think for yourself. There's not a one-size-fits-all. And you have all these tools that you can use as an intentional spirit all the time. And around you are your sacred friends, and call them guides, call them angels, um, call them your elders uh, that are from another world reality, but they are very real. (laughs) So deal with it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, how long have you been public out of the closet about uh, your angel life? Okay, out of the angel closet, I have been, uh, oh, let's see here. Gosh, probably about eight years Um but it was kind of slow, you know, just telling small groups of people, small friends, and then doing some angel, you know, trying some angel healing on them. And, and uh, you know, eventually I came all the way out of the closet. Oh, yeah. That sounds like my coming out of the closet that I was gay. I, I told a membership class and no one died, no one fainted, no one left. And I thought, well, let me try it again. So then I tried hundreds of people and no one died, no one fainted. Um, and yeah, so it's interesting when you're when you're coming out for in whatever way, you know, of what you believe and what you what you think. And in my book, When Did You Die? Eight Steps to Stop Dying Every Day and Start Waking Up, I I wrote a good bit about the angel in my life, and there have been a number, but one key, you know, one team coach, um, and they, you know, didn't want to put that in in the book. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, it, it's, it, if if it wow. were me now, I would go well. Then I need to get somebody else. But you exactly. know, when you're yeah. dealing with a publisher and all, it's like, oh, okay. But it's to me, the conversations are so. Um, poignant now, necessary, uh, engaging, 
And um, you must find great joy from people that uh, share with you uh, their stories of connection. Oh gosh, it's so wonderful. I mean, it really, I just like, it's like fuel. It fuels me to, to keep going and continue to do the work, uh, this kind of work. But yeah, we have a few um, pretty robust online communities and Facebook and uh, everyday new test testimonials are coming through, especially right now with a book that's coming out. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm on day five and you'll never believe what happens, you know. So that is just so, so fun. And it's really beyond my wildest dreams, but that really is how the angels have affected my life. It's just everything is beyond anything I could have ever imagined happening in in my life. And, and I think that's why I'm so passionate about talking about them, because I know that there's so many of us out there suffering and feeling like we have nothing to offer and feeling a little blocked or loaded down with life and... Uh, and the angels really can just come in and just just crack that cosmic whip. And I don't know, everything starts making a little more sense. You know, I, I, I did not feel like I had a, a strong purpose for most of my life. And I, I really feel like angels can help activate us, you know, help activate our mission, help us detox from um, the lifetime of lies that we were, in a sense, spoon-fed, all, so much of our doubts and our shames and, um, all that guilt and guilt and shame-based um, uh, uh, stuff that we were spoon-fed, and so they can help us just detox from all that stuff and reignite our light and our passion. And did you find, uh, Corinne, um, that when you were willing to say yes, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I may not be able to intellectually understand this, and this might be pretty far out there, but I'm willing. I'm willing to say yes. Do, did you find that that when you did and you opened up that your depression ended? Did it stop immediately? Was it a process? Yeah, actually, no. I, I feel like it, it was gone pretty quickly. Um, in that way, but I think that it would have stayed had I not been dialed into the new voice that was emerging inside of me that was guiding me into taking pos more positive risks and stepping, you know, like even just stepping out of the spiritual closet and things like that. Had I not listened to um, that new voice that was emerging, not and I was used to the, the inner voice that was always trying to tear myself down but I was, in a sense, gifted this other voice that uh, that was guiding me out of just trying to set me free. And I feel like we all have that voice and we just sometimes shut it down because it gets very scary sometimes, very provocative to walk the intuitive path and start making decisions that are sometimes not apparently not rational. So, you know, for me, a psychotherapist, has no business all of a sudden, oh, now I'm going to be an angel healer. Like, that's an irrational uh, thing uh, because back then uh, I didn't know anybody, you know, actually earning a living off of doing that. And, you know, my husband's like, now, what are you doing? Why are you talking about angels? Learn about angels. You, I mean, you're not going to do anything with it. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to do anything with it, but I just think it's so fun. <laughs> it's helping me and it's wonderful. Um, so yeah, I think you have to, like you said, be willing to listen to that small voice inside of you that is trying to set you free, 
that for many of us, we have been shutting down because things appear impossible, impractical. We don't have time. We don't have cash. We're not capable. All of those things that that tell us that we're not, we have to stay in these little tiny, tiny boxes of life and even struggle and suffer inside of them because it's the right thing to do and it's our responsibility and it's our duty. And I feel like those are old structures and old ways of belief systems and thinking that is uh, in the process of getting eroded and broken down, but it takes each one of us, you, me, you're doing it, I'm doing it, and whoever else who's come out of the closet that is speaking really about not just like love from a book, but like actual love, not not love, not judgment guides and, whoa, we're calling it love, this is how we love you, we're just going to judge you and tell you you're going to hell, not that kind of love, but actual love, actual acceptance. I think it's sad that the sentence that you said in the word love could even coexist, you know, it's just, um, it's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, you know, that's not, has nothing to do with love. It's about fear and, and being herded, you know, like cattle, um, without ever questioning anything, you know, that's the, the, the other side of DNA is doing, never asking, you know, what my parents did and my doctor said, and my preacher said, and, you know, all those kind of things. And it, it's so shocking that, uh, you know, in uh, in this day and time <laughs> that people can still be so easily influenced about these old ideas that are, are so outdated and um, they don't even make sense. Like I just said, why would you say angels we have heard on high La 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 la. You know, if you don't, if you don't hear angels, I mean, change the song or or get with the song. <laughs> you know, it's fascinating. It's just fascinating. Uh, it it absolutely is. Um, and I would I would urge our our listeners to in this uh, season of time of self reflection that it would be advisable to kind of go back to some of the events in your life that maybe you thought, well, God, that was really cool, or I'm glad that happened. So let me define. So I'm on a major highway with a friend. We're driving from the Carolinas back to Florida. We're on a major uh, road, and we're supposed to take uh, a different road to get on a uh, dip down um, interstate. And I'm talking away and miss the road. Okay, and so we're just driving around, and it's like, oh, can you believe it? We we missed the turn, so we go down, we turn all the way around. I mean, we're talking twenty minutes because there wasn't an immediate, you know, area to turn around, and so we get back, and right where we would have been, there was like a fourteen car pileup. Wow! A number of people were were uh, injured, seriously injured. So. And we looked at each other and got just, you know, God bumps all over us because we're like, you realize that that would have been us. So, so these times in, in your life that occur, the value of stepping back. So take the time to chart through them. You know, we're supposed to go here and there and, and people that are willing to share their stories is the way of sacred storytelling they can go back and track things, you know, that are, oh, if I had been on that boat, I, I would have died that day. Um, if, if this had happened, I, you know, I would have happened. And to not know there's some kind of magical intervention, I think, would be ignorant. 
Yeah, I, I I fully agree. In the in the book, I I talk about how how important it is to look at those types of things. So many of us compartmentalize them or tuck them away or or brush them off as coincidence, an amazing coincidence. But if we really kind of sew all those pieces together over the last many years, you'll see this beautiful um, thread of support and love and divine intervention. Absolutely. Well, tell us more about your wonderful book. Oh, the book itself is uh, it's called The Angel Experiment, A 21-Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. And it is a essentially a 21-day angel ritual that is designed to open you up to make powerful contact with the angels and archangels. And so, uh, we do invocations in there. There's also healing meditations. I provide um, actually free audio downloads. If you buy the book, you get sent to a link and you can get free audio do- downloads where I'm the one actually walking you through some of these energy healings and meditations. And so over the years after my first, the first miracle happened, essentially spirit guided me into really acknowledging my own um, capacity to to do healing work with angels. And uh, and so I've learned a lot about that, and I started doing the one-on-one practice, and now I mostly just teach internationally. Um, but this book was based on uh, a, 21, a channeled 21-day course that I taught um, a while back and released it to an, an international audience, and amazing things started happening for them. So that was about, mm, I don't know, four or five years ago. And uh, Spirit has guided me to turn it into a book and get it even farther out there. So that's what's happening now. That's awesome. And and here you are. And I think that's another part of, of your story. Like her husband's like, well, what are you going to do with that? And I think that that's um, maybe sometimes the block uh, for people. It's like, well, even if that were true, what am I going to do with it? Rather than saying, I am willing. I don't know the how part, but I know there's a reason. And so let me just see where this takes me. Because I'm sure, you know, 10 years ago, you didn't say I'm going to be on Unity Online Radio and be laughing about all this. I I don't imagine you were laughing a lot at that particular time. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's it's just been a really, when I look back at the human that I was and, and what she's doing now, again, as a psychotherapist, you really don't imagine someday you're going to be leading this, like, you know, movement on intuition and, and energy healing and, and angels, and it's just, you know, it comes out of nowhere, apparently, but yeah, those, those initial stirrings, uh, I didn't know, I mean, I knew I was being guided into learning more about angels, but it was, re- I was doing it for fun. And I think it's the first time in a long time at that stage that I'd done anything for fun because I had kids and this client base and, you know, everything's so much responsibility. Um, But, yeah, I couldn't give my my husband a good answer about why I was going to invest to go to anything that involved angels, anything, because I had no no idea and no interest in becoming a quote-unquote angel healer, if you will. I was partying, having fun. (laughs) (laughs) and we're the best type Uh, i i've uh, i just will tell you something funny that um i drank actively for 15 years 
from 14 to 29 and still, you know, was an overachiever and could, you know, make the newspapers or make all Americans. So people didn't pick on me too much, but even though I just was killing myself, um, but, and went to jail twice. And I used to tell people that, uh, I mean, after I got sober and I could actually talk about it, I, I would say that, um, my original angel asked for a reassignment, you know, several times, please <laughs> reassign me. I can't take this. You know, this person's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just crazy, just crazy enough. I know. I, and, uh, yeah, I, I hear you, the old jail stuff. And I mean, yeah, we, we, I, sometimes you just got to go through all that stuff to, to, yeah. to find your way to find your way and to alchemize absolutely, that. Absolutely. And it becomes our lifelong story that here's part of the journey. And um, we tend to forget, you know, when we meet an author or a keynote or, or someone that on some level seems accomplished. And that means many things to different people, but um, a level of survival. Uh, okay. Or to take a public stand about something takes a lot of courage. But to hear, oh, it wasn't really that easy for you. It wasn't a walk up the park, you know, um, I, I think it's very encouraging. And that's what I always look at when doing this show. It's like I'm celebrating the person that's already being it like you. But at the same time, listening and, and, and thinking like a listener of there are a number of people that are listening to you right now that you're giving them courage to step out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. And that's that, that's I mean, huge. That's huge. When we when we look at the suicide rate, the second leading cause of death with ages ten to thirty four, there's something they're tuning into that somehow safety isn't present or conversations aren't present or and I'm not saying I have the answer. It's not my mm-hmm. level of expertise, but to intuit it, there's some gaps that are definitely missing somewhere um, that this is this is what we're doing uh, in our society is we're turning on each other and inside ourselves. And so that's I see a profoundness of the work uh, that you uh, can be doing with this. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I think um, I definitely underestimated some of some of the work. You know, I was just going to just talk about angels because it's you know, powerful, it's fun. Um, but really what's happened over the years is so much, so many radical things have happened for people, uh, for other people, you know, in doing the work that uh, we're doing, like with uh, this book and with the the original courses and some of the other courses that I teach. It's just, um, you know, when you get, when, you, when someone like me 10 years ago connects with who I am today and Every day I'll get emails about this saved my life and I had this encounter and you have no idea how much your life has affected or how much your work has affected me. Like that kind of stuff. I'm, t- I'm like, I'm, I'm about to break down in tears right now just because it's unbelievable. Um, and I'm, I'm really wanting that. I know that there's people listening right now who are in a really dark place and please do not give up. And, you have a gift inside of you that's aching to break out. And I know angels can help at whatever it is that you're drawn to, but do not give, we need people like you out there. It's the sensitives that are suffering. And if you're a sensitive, you have something to offer. That's right. Do not, do not give up. Have you thought of having your own radio show that people can call in and talk to you? I think that if you're not thinking about that, that you ought to think about that. 
Oh my gosh, I have to tell you, that has been coming up so much lately. People have been saying this like out of the blue. I think the angels are telling yeah, I, I hear it. I hear it. And uh, I think that would be, it was just your path. And what keeps coming up through me is the la la, you know, that you will be doing a show uh, similar to, to that, to having people call in and, and talking with them. Oh. And, and when you're not sharing, uh, with words that you're playing music or something, but uh, yeah, it's coming through very strong. That that you would be a like great, call, a great a, path for you. Call. I would love it. I think I just need to focus, like, figure out how to, you know, where to get started. I think it'd be. I've been having so much fun talking to people like you, and um, and uh, I I think it would be really fun. Wow, that's amazing. You're saying that to me right now. I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so let me just say uh, to follow what you've been doing and and don't try to figure it out, and don't think about uh, how how's that going to happen. Just say right, you know you what it. it's coming you to me, and I'm it. saying yes, and provide me the way. You know, show me the way in which it can happen, and just open right. up to that. Say yes, just like you have to everything else, and and it, you'll know. You know, somebody will contact you or you'll read something and you'll go, okay, that's the, that's the station or the, or the show. It it certainly needs to be national. Um, who's your, do you have a publicist? Yes. Okay. Kim Kim, Kim Corbin, um, New World Library is my, uh, my, my yeah, I know Kim. Uh, Coast to Coast Radio uh, would be a good show for you to be on if you haven't been on it already with uh, Gary. I was, uh, I was on it. I was already okay. on it. Can you believe that? I can. I was on it last week. I can believe it. You were? I believe in miracles. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh God, yeah. So I'm not surprised at all that you were on it because uh, you're very skilled in what you're doing. And uh, again, it's it's being energized about it. But the the door will open up, and and Kim might be aware of something, uh, of another conversation for you of what is possible. And if I can help you in any way, you know, don't hesitate to uh, to to write me at templehays at gmail. Um, I've been around a little bit, so I might have some ideas. Uh, but I don't, you know, you'll you're gonna find it. You just want to say yes to it. And I'm glad you were on. Uh, I'm with George. He's quite a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He's so, isn't he wonderful? He's a wonderful interviewer. So disarming. He is. And- he is. And the way he amazed me is with the call-ins that he was so much more patient than I think I would have been. I mean, he just kept listening and he was just very attentive to his, his, exactly. his, so know, his audience for sure. It was I'm really a beautiful experience. I was on Black Friday. And for me, it was, uh, you know, 2.30 in the morning to 5 in the morning Eastern time and worth it. Okay. For you, it would have been midnight. Right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Well, what a connection. I'm just so happy we're having this connection. This is a a much different connection for me than uh, another uh, intentional spirit on the radio show. I, I look forward to our journey and see where it leads. Yes, me too. And uh, you can ask Jeff. No, I don't say that to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my closing comments, you know, for sure. I'm just excited about what you're doing. And I feel that you have such a a vibration that you'll be able to help a lot of young people too. And that 
that's what we're called for now is to um, is to not talk about the, the the craziness of the world, but to talk about what we can offer the world. Um, because all of us, the world's relying on us to affirm and call in what is new and what is vibrant and what is alive. And that uh-huh. is part of, you know, what we're here to do while we chose this time to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So wonderful. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. That's what we're doing. It's working. It is. It's working. It is working uh, every day. And I want to invite all of you to uh, to say with me, you know, we knew her when. Uh, Corinne Grillo, and you can go to her website, Corinne, C-O-R-I-N, Grillo, uh, G-R-I-L-L-O.com. You can also go to Unity Online Radio and access her bio, or you can always visit me at templehaze.com. And we, we have so many tools that you can access that if you're listening and you want to go to the next level, have an angel reading with Corinne or tune in to uh, something that we offer here, whether on YouTube or a class, or we also have an institute online, illy.org, which Corinne, I'd love to talk to you about. So stay in touch, shall you? Oh, yes. I mean, come on. I would like that. We have mm-hmm. to. I would like that to. very, very, very much. So, to have the angel experiment, I mean, think about that right now of the kind of gift. Talk about being unique. Give this gift for the holiday season for people that you love and people that you care about. And remember, just because other people around you are talking about angels doesn't mean they're not having the spirit, the experience. They just need you to break the ice. Sometimes, you know, just like when we were kids, somebody has to go first. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Right. Somebody has to go first. Somebody has to bring it up. Somebody has to talk about it. Or, you know, back when we were teenagers, we called it somebody making the first move. Now, that's a memory, isn't it? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Uh All of us happily married folks now. So anyway, thank you all for being with us. And Corinne, what a vibrant light you are. I just hold for you just the greatest success of who you are and what you're doing. And uh, stand tall, girl. You're just getting started. Oh, my gosh. You're just now tuning in. You want to leave us wow. with the last sentence? Last word? Uh, um, blessing? Uh, the last word is all about love and how loved you are. And even if you're not feeling lovable, how loved you are by spirit. And and so just to open up your, your life to, to receiving that love. And that's the one thing that we did that would create a huge impact. Mm-hmm. So Corinne Grillo and Temple Hayes are sending you a great big uh, technical hug today. May you feel it in every cell and fiber of your being. God bless all of you. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. 
part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.